Welcome to Brookings First United Methodist Church and our podcast, Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is an audio version of Pastor Pete Grassow's sermons from the First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. You can watch the full services online anytime on our website at brookingsmethodist.org or at the link in the episode notes. On behalf of Pastor Pete and our entire church family, thank you for joining us. I mentioned earlier that we are following a series that during Lent we will read our way through some of Luke's Gospel. And so today we pick up a parable of Jesus. I'm taking us to the Gospel of Luke chapter 15. Luke 15, I read verses 11 to 20, a parable you will recognize. I'm not reading the whole parable, I will read the beginning part of it. Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that's coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the youngest son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he'd spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Now, if I were to ask you to tell me a parable of Jesus, I suspect that this parable of the prodigal sons would be amongst them. One son who left home, another son who stayed at home. The son who left home and sowed his wild oats in a far-off land, and a son who stayed at home and assisted his father in looking after the family farm. And while we often turn to these sons in the story, I'm inviting us today to focus on the part of the story that tells of the father. The German theologian Helmut Tillicher suggests that this parable ought to be called the parable of the waiting father, a parable of a father who waits for his sons to respond to his love. The story tells of a younger son who went away with his share of the inheritance and in the words of Jesus, squandered his property in reckless living. And our story finds him penniless, working on a pig farm. 
Imagine how he must have felt, a Jewish man looking after pigs. As you know, in the Jewish religion, pigs are considered unclean. And so, by association, this young man has become unclean as well. And we are told it is at this point. He comes to his senses and decides to return to his father. Here is a son who has literally cut himself off from his father. He has become ritually and socially unclean and so is unable to enter his father's home and he insulted his father. You see, demanding his inheritance was the cultural equivalence of wishing that his father was dead. Inheritance was a family responsibility. No individual could demand a share before the elders had passed away. So he has a son who recognizes that he's messed up and he knows that he cannot return as a family member and therefore decides to return home and ask for work on the farm as a hired farmhand. And at this point, something remarkable occurs. I want to read just one line, Luke 15 verse 20. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Now, how does a father see him coming while he's still a long way off? Certainly, this would not happen if he was sitting in his armchair in front of the TV. Okay, they didn't have TVs that day. But, but to see his son would only be possible if he was looking for his son. Here's a father who goes out of his house and looks down that farm road over and over again. He never gives up on his son, even though every day that farm road is empty, until one day the road is no longer empty. There is his boy at the end of the road. And Jesus uses these words. His heart is filled with compassion. Here is the father who has every right to trace his son away. This boy insulted him, disrespected the family. This boy is ritually unclean and instead the father runs to him, embraces him and welcomes him back into the family. I want us to remember that Jesus tells this story in response to being criticized for hanging out with sinners. The central point of the story is that God has compassion on sinners. Jesus teaching that God is like the good father who never gave up on his son. There's no moment in our lives where we are so lost that God chases us away. Like the son in the story, we will be welcomed into our heavenly father's home. I just love this phrase. The father saw him and felt compassion. Because I believe here is revealed the character of God. A God who has compassion on us. Which leaves me with just one question. If this story reveals a compassionate God, why do the followers of Jesus want to describe God in terms of vengeful judgment? Why are we so keen to see people punished and crushed and banished from the presence of God. So many of us spend our time deciding who's in 
and who's out of God's favor. We want to label people as unclean and sinful and undeserving of God's love and of our love. And the tools we use to determine this so often have to do with the way we identify our gender or who we choose to love or what political party we support, none of which is to be found in this parable. It's significant to note that the only person in this parable who does the judging is the older brother who stayed at home. This is the brother who lives in his father's house and yet does not understand the compassion of his father. He's He's clear that his father should have chased his brother away and he's angry with his father for showing compassion and kindness. And maybe this is the moment for us to look into our own heart and to ask how often we are like this older brother, we who live in the household of God, who want God to look more like us in our need for retribution and revenge. I offer us a story of Jesus that teaches of a loving, compassionate and forgiving God. Do not believe those who want to preach of the anger and the retribution of God, because Jesus never does that. Jesus tells stories of a loving father who sees his son coming back home and loves him with grace and generosity. Let us give thanks because it is this loving kindness that welcomes each of us into the household of God. In the same way that we've been welcomed by God, let us show the same love and compassion to others who find themselves on the fringes of society. The outsiders, the outcasts, the outlaws need to know that God will welcome them home. And they will only know this through the love and acceptance they experience from those who follow the way of Jesus. I invite us to go back and reread this parable and ask, what does the Spirit of God say to us? Thank you for listening to this message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of Pastor Pete and all of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 2103916. Visit BrookingsMethodist.org for more information.